Actors, please stop getting new headshots every year. This is what casting director Sarah painstakingly said to a Zoom room full of actors. We were captive, waiting to hear, why was she telling us this? And then she said... Hello, actor friends. Welcome to Acting Lessons Learned, the podcast. I'm Tawana Floyd, your host, and today I'll talk about why I'm going to take the advice of a casting director and stop taking new headshots every year. It's something that hadn't occurred to me prior to hearing what she had to say, but it totally makes sense now. And as Maya Angelou states, when you know better, you do better. So that's what I'm going to try to do. But before I start this episode, I want to say thank you for your time and attention. I've said this before. Time and attention is the new currency. Oh, that and your email and probably your phone number so they can text you. But time and attention is really what everyone is vying for. So I want to say thank you, whether you're a returning listener or this is your first time listening. I appreciate you for being here. And um, let's start the episode, shall we? Oh, headshots. The actor's calling card, which nowadays, I believe, has been trumped by the actor's reel. Because let's face it, in a digital age, everyone wants to see evidence of our excellence. That's a term that I borrowed from CEO of BBR talent agency, Stuart K. Robinson. Hey, if you haven't already listened to the podcast Brass Talks with Stuart K. Robinson and his longtime friend, Mark Measures, president of Kazarian Measures and Ruskin, KMR talent agency, listen. You're in for a treat because these dudes, they've been around for a very long time and they talk brass tacks, which is probably why it's called brass talks, but they talk very candidly about how actors can best navigate the business and they are not biting their tongues. One of the things that I appreciate about Stuart is he is a staunch advocate for showing the evidence of our work showing the evidence of our excellence and our materials, more importantly, our reels. But this episode ain't about reels, so let me move on. I asked this question, and maybe you have the answer to it, and maybe you don't, because I don't. Well, I just found out, so I kind of have the answer, but here we go. Why are actors always getting new headshots? I once heard an agent say that actors are constantly taking new headshots because it's the one way, the one of few ways that we can feel a sense of control over our careers. And I got to say, I find that theory to be profoundly accurate because I know that when (laughs) my auditions aren't showing up the way I like them, it's got to be the pictures, right? can't be the craft because the picture is what gets me in the door. And if I'm not in the door, they don't think it's my talent. They think it's the headshot. So let me go get new headshots. Now, I don't make it a habit of speaking for others often, but I think I can speak for most of my actor friends when I say we tend to blame our headshots for not having any auditions. If our agents are submitting us, and I like to trust that my agents do submit me often, otherwise, why would they have me on their roster? But if our agents are submitting us and we aren't getting any auditions or very little, in my circumstance, I've asked my agent for a submission report when my audition opportunities seem low. 
I just heard someone say, what is a submission report? Well, a submission report is a breakdown of all the roles in television shows your reps submitted you for. It's a great way to learn which offices aren't bringing you in, and you can use that information for your marketing strategy. But it's also a very harsh reality to face when there are 20 pages and hundreds of submissions, and you're not or have not been invited to audition for any of them. Then it's like, what the heck is happening here? And for those of you who like to say, well, my agent isn't getting me out. Yes, I'm mocking you. And oh, by the way, I have a podcast episode called My Agent Isn't Getting Me Out and Other Misconceptions. I don't know the number, but it's probably like three or four. Go check it out. But if you like to say my agent isn't getting me out, when you get this submission report, you get like gut punched with just how strategic and methodical and how much your agent actually knows you and has been submitting you for the ideal roles. And it makes it impossible for you to continue to displace the blame. And so now you got to look at yourself and be back at square one, like, okay, so now what do I do with this information? So what is an actor to do? Well, (laughs) we get new headshots. That's what we do. I mean, what else can it be, right? Is (laughs) get new headshots, because we can control that. And it must be the pictures, right? I'm going to be transparent here. If I see someone booking what seems to be regularly to me, I'm heading to IMDb and their actor's access to see their headshots. I need to see this headshot and know who they shot with. Oh, uh uh-uh. Don't you dare judge me. I'm not the only one spiraling out of control on a Tuesday at 10 o'clock at night, sitting on the couch in my ketchup-stained pajamas, watching my peer in yet another TV role, fumbling for my iPad and looking up their headshot photographer as if that headshot photographer's shutter is going to be the answer to my audition inactivity and only to learn that that headshot photographer's next available time slot is six months out as I sign up for their waiting list because I need to shoot with them because they're going to help me book. I am not the only one who does that. Come on. I'm not the only one. Like me, you've scheduled your headshot session in either August for episodic season in September or January, February for pilot season in, what is it, March, March pilot season. These must be a headshot photographer's busiest times of year. That just occurred to me. That's probably why their schedule is six months out. I don't know. But I know you guys know what I'm talking about because I see all of my actor friends posting hashtag new headshots on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, emails in August, January, and February. We get those new headshots and we feel confident that these new shots, ooh, they're going to hit differently than the other photos for sure. Sometimes they do. Most times they don't. And I've always questioned, why don't these new headshots bring the traction I'm expecting? Like I'm, I'm expecting to be like on fire, like to have like 50 auditions in a week. <laughs> well, there are two reasons. One, the headshot might not be a good one. It could be a headshot session that made us experience tremendous anxiety, so we're stiff in the photo, or we don't know how to prepare properly for the headshots. Or we let our friends take our headshots because they're, air quotes, a photographer now. But they don't have a working knowledge of the construct of headshots. And then your photo ends up looking all dull. There's no light on your face. It's like flat, like 
matte paint. But I won't get into all of that right now. Maybe a topic for a discussion later. I want to talk about the second reason, which I only became privy to in 2020 during my 10,567th hour of casting director Q&As, where the lovely CD Sarah painstakingly expressed to a Zoom room full of actors, actors, please stop getting new headshots every year. What? I said to my computer. Of course, she didn't hear me. I was muted, but she did answer my question because we want to know. Actors, stop getting new headshots every year. When you do, we don't know who you are. We, meaning casting directors. When you get new headshots and replace the old headshot with the new one, you lose the recognition you've been building with us for the past six to 12 months. Sarah continued on by stating that when she looks at all the submitted photos in a daily breakdown, she puts names to faces over time. But when we change our headshots, often we lose her recognition and she most times won't recognize that we have a new photo. In those moments when she can take a gamble and bring a new face in, new meaning actors who have an audition for her, or maybe actually just new actors, but basically people who have never been into her room, she will offer an audition time slot to someone whose photos she's seen repeatedly. This is the first time that I had heard that notion, and I've been in L.A. for 17 years. So I had to study this a little further and found the term pattern recognition in psychology. Pattern recognition involves the identification of faces, objects, words, melodies, etc. It occurs when information from the environment is received and entered into short-term memory, causing automatic activation of the specific content of long-term memory. Here's an example. Suppose Sarah consistently sees my headshot in her breakdowns for three, six, eight months. And in my photo, I'm wearing a mustard twin set, gold wire-rimmed aviator glasses, confidently sitting sideways. My image gets stored in her long-term memory over time. And because my agent is submitting me for specific roles, she begins to form the correlation that Tawana Floyd is suitable for these types of roles. She will, at some point, call me in and offer me an audition time slot for the roles she considers ideal. She may even call my agent direct and request me. But say I go and I change that photo before she brings me in because, you know, I'm feeling like I need to have control over my career. Like I got to keep things fresh, if you will. And then I hire a headshot photographer. I pay six, seven, eight hundred dollars for new headshots in that new image, I'm now wearing a white silk blouse and tortoiseshell framed glasses. I'm facing the camera head on. Sarah has to now start the pattern of recognition of me all over again. And keep in mind, I'm just talking about if Sarah never met me. I mean, it may be different if I had auditioned for her countless times, but I can't really say for sure. Sarah closed her thought with this. If you have a fantastic headshot that looks like you and you haven't made any drastic changes to your looks, i.e. extreme hair color, haircuts and tattoos, keep that picture and let it circulate until it works for you or until you age out of it. And if you must take new photos, maybe consider staying in the vein of the old photo. Huh. 
So you mean kind of like Coca-Cola or McDonald's or FedEx, who have a brand and they don't really change it. And even if we don't see the words, we recognize it because we have pattern recognition. And even if they change it slightly, like Coke has done, we still recognize the can, even though it may not say Coke. There's a whole science out here that I never even considered, and it all makes sense to me right now. Even if Sarah's idea is not valid for all casting directors, I can see how new pictures may not have helped me twice a year or even once a year. Gosh, I wish I had known this in 2009 when I shot with three different headshot photographers to get three distinct looks because I was going to show these casting directors that I have range with these three different looks. And probably what I ended up doing was confusing them and they probably didn't even know all three of those people were me. And come to think of it, I didn't work much. I didn't work at all that year. I need to check my files and see how many auditions I had, if any. And this reminds me of a time I had a manager for two weeks. Maybe it was three weeks. Yeah, it was very short-lived. You know, I think she may have had a mental imbalance. She kept disappearing. And then she got into an argument with my agent. And so that was enough. That's another story for another day. But during my initial meeting with this short-term manager, she had me remove unnecessary photos from my actor's access, commenting that she was once a casting director. And so she knew how to best submit actors with just a few photos. Aside from not needing new photos, new headshots, having too many images could be confusing for casting. (sighs) I mean, how many actors are there in the world? In my head, I'm thinking they're just like wondering, what's Tawana doing today? No, there's like 10 million actors that they're seeing. I can't even remember 25 people on my Facebook. How am I expecting a casting director to remember me out of 10 million actors? More evidence to support new headshots disrupting pattern recognition? Back in 2011, I had taken new headshots. One style, or what we call a look, it was so pretty. I mean, I called it my Sex in the City fashion shot. Without consulting my agent, I changed the main photo on my submission site to the cute Sex in the City fashion photo one, and um, I didn't have any auditions for three months. It didn't occur to me that it was the photo, that the photo was the issue. I mean, she was cute. Like, why would it be the photo? I called my then agent and asked them if there was a reason for the fall off. The agent looked at my submission report, saw my cute little Sex in the City fashion shot and said it wasn't getting any action. Pun intended. (laughs) They were submitting me as usual, but I wasn't getting called in because I may have been unrecognizable to the casting directors who knew me. And so I questioned why she didn't use the other photos. You know, they have us put up the main photo and then we have all these other photos. And she revealed that they don't always have time to click on the other photos. She didn't realize I had switched the picture. And so she suggested I return to the original main photo because most times their office is just too busy to click the other images. So they choose an all-purpose main photo and tend to default to the main photo. I made the switch, and the next day I received an audition. Wow, there's something to this. And you know, it's not just about changing 
up our headshots in my 10,652 hours of casting director Q&As, I've heard casting directors say they prefer two headshots on our submission sites. Four max if needed, but two will suffice. Two? I just did a headshot session. I have a thousand photos and you want me to whittle it down to two? (sighs) You're stressing me out here, casting directors. Why won't you take all 10,000 of my photos? The reason being, if the photos vary in look, remember like my three headshot sessions I had, all three of them were different, it makes the CDs, casting directors, unclear of how the actor looks present day. And they won't offer an actor an audition because they don't know who's going to walk into the office or how we're going to look when we walk in. And they look, they need something very specific. And so now they're not sure. So they're just going to pass and go get someone who fits the bill. When I interned at a casting office, a European bad boy role had to be cast within 48 hours, which meant next day auditions had a fast turnaround. The show's creator made a last minute script change and the director wanted casting to audition 12 guys for the role. So I was tasked with compiling a list of 25 edgy, dirty, blonde, white male actors. 25, because hopefully out of that, 25, they'll be able to get 12 to come in for the audition the next day. There was this one guy who I could not add to the list because of his contrasting headshots on Actors Access. He had this edgy, dark-haired shots intermingled with his blonde, heartthrob, boy band, clean-cut headshots. I couldn't add the guy to the list because if he came in with dark hair, it would have wasted a time slot that could have gone to another actor, so I had to pass on him. Reason two, if an actor has posted 10, 15, or 20 headshots to their submission site. Yes, there are some actors who have 20 headshots and probably 18 of them are the same photo with different clothes, like the same hair, same pose, same smile, or the same grimace, and are literally 18 different outfits with the same face and pose. Casting directors will tend to wonder if the actor knows who they are and they won't bring that person in. Actor friends, I can't enforce what you do, but if you have more than four photos on your submission site, you may want to consider removing all but the four, especially especially if they all look the same with different outfits. I know, I get it. You've once paid good money for those headshots. You've posted them. You've paid to post them. And look... Just remember, it's all the cost of doing business. When you post up new headshots, take down the old ones. This is like mandatory at my commercial agency now. Unless you can prove all 10, 15, or 20 images are helping your career, I'm going to suggest maybe go ahead and trim the fat. So... What do we do with this information that Sarah has shared and the experiences where I've learned about headshots? Do we continue to take new headshots every year, twice a year? Or do we act like major brands and keep the packaging as cohesive and maybe the same like McDonald's, only adding minor changes like a Coca-Cola? 
I'm going to allow my photo to circulate and build patterns of recognition with potential employers. It just makes sense to me and it will save me several hundred dollars a year. So I'm not going to change my headshot until my look changes drastically. And if I decide I'm missing a look, I'm not past shooting it myself on my iPhone using portrait mode and great lighting. What? I'm an air quotes photographer now. (laughs) No, but seriously, I have phenomenal theatrical headshots from photographer Matt Kalish. I like them because they look like me and his shooting style is unique. So my photos don't look dated. My commercial headshots are by Leah Huebner, which I've used for three years. They still look like me. My agent seems to still like them, and they've built a pattern of recognition with commercial casting directors. I know because I still get into offices to audition. Actor friends, I want to remind you that these are all theories. And just like everything else in Hollywood, there are no concrete rules or exact notions. Continue to do what works best for you. Just make sure your headshot is exceptional and it looks like you on a good day. Not when you go into a wedding, on a good day. Unless you look like you're going to a wedding every day. And if you're someone who struggles with headshot sessions, it's okay. We've all been there. Keep at it. You've got to go be a disaster before you become a master. I heard that today. I was trying to find some way to use it. (laughs) (laughs) But that is it for this week's episode of Acting Lessons Learned. If you learned something new or were moved by something I said, I ask that you follow and be sure to give a star rating, four or five star rating. If you're only interested in one, two or three, I'm going to ask that you just go ahead and put those stars in your pocket, keep them for yourself. Uh, If you'd like to connect with me, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Acting Lessons Learned. And to learn more about me, go to my website, TawanaFloyd.com. I think that is it. I'll be back in two weeks. You really should go ahead and follow because, you know, two weeks is a long time and I don't know what I had for lunch two weeks ago. Until next time, I don't have any words of wisdom. I used it on the before you become a disaster, you got to be a master. Until next time, toodles. Bye.